0: Go ahead, Paul. I know you want to get in here with some Powerade
1: questions right away. Powerade questions, Siki. I see. Tell, tell the <laughs> listeners about these cards and the concept behind them.
2: Yeah, this is fun one. Yeah, see, you're sorry. give it to anyone that you've, you've aggrieved in your sporting life over the years, like, for instance, back when I played my brother in my last season with the game, you know, he, he tried to tackle me a few times and it was funny because I'd run through the tackle and I'd get up and like, I'm not I'm not a you know, I'm a big boy now <laughs> and he'd be like, Oh shut up, you know, we're still gonna beat you type of thing. But well, we ended up winning that game. And every time I go back and look at the film with them, I'm like, dude, why didn't you make that tackle? And now I could just send them a card. Said, yeah, man, I'm sorry. Uh, I hope you can forgive yourself for missing that tackle today. But it's really a form of trash talking in a fun way. And you can send them to anyone uh, that you want to send it to at sorry.poweraid.com. And then uh, as opposed to it being on social media, they actually get a card in the mail, uh, which is kind of <laughs> unique and fun.
0: Imag- uh, will Powerade cover the uh,
2: postage? <laughs> no, no, I don't think they cover the postage. Actually, they do cover the postage, right? It's sent directly from Powerade. Yeah, you don't have to send for anything. All you got to go do is go to sorry.powerade.com. Think about and the that. The card will get sent. That's, that's crazy.
0: Free, free postage on the internet nowadays. That's amazing, Paul.
1: <laughs> well, it won't mean anything to the millennials because they don't appreciate anything. And secondarily, they've probably never mailed
2: a letter in their life, right, Tiki? <laughs> well, now they don't have to go to the mailbox, though. It's going to be mailed. You know, them for them from hour eight. All they connect to online and and get set or get set in the mail. You're right. Millennials can do this, I think. I'm positive they can.
1: <laughs> uh Tiki, I want to get into your playing career. The last three years of your career were were the best. You never had less than fifteen hundred yeah. yards rushing, averaged ten touchdowns or tuds as I like to call them a season. What <laughs> happened in that three year period?
2: Well, it was a couple of things. Um, primarily, it was learning how to be strong and stay healthy. I started working it out with a strength trainer. His name is Joe Carini, who was doing you know crazy lifting exercises, like uh, walking with a yoke, which is essentially a squat rack that you put you know, 200, 300, 400 pounds on and just walk with. So, it was, so I was building this functional strength that you can't get from doing static exercises, like a static squat or a leg press machine. Um, uh, in addition... Gerald Ingram, who was my running back coach, taught me how to streamline my running process. Now, it doesn't seem like football should be a science like that, but um, a lot of it was stemmed from the football, uh, uh, holding the football, the fumbling issues that I had. He wanted me to hold the ball high and tight, as you guys know. and it's been, it's been documented. But what that did was force me to change my stride. Right, So instead of having these long strides where you know, I was trying to – you know cut around people and you know get people off balance instead my stride much shorter right because your arm stride your your arm um stride has to match your leg stride so because i was holding the ball tighter my 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 leg strides changed which made me more powerful and so i was able to run through tackles in a different way as opposed to trying to run around tackles uh and i became more efficient
0: Tiki is stretching important. We had the Browns offensive line coach saying uh, they didn't stretch (laughs) before World War II, uh, and he has no idea why. Bob Wiley said this, right? Uh, What about stretching? What about stretching?
2: (laughs) Stretching is important, but it's more static stretching is 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 what's bad for you. It actually can rip your 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 muscles a little bit, and you get these micro tears. uh, That if you get ultimately strain yourself, then um, then you end up having these issues. So, I think um, active stretching is the way to go. And that's what I learned how to do when I ran track and college in high school college. And so, I would always actively stretch, warm myself up, and stretch as I went as opposed to you know, my stretches
0: and then have power oh, the alarm and then, and, back. Then, and then drink some Powerade afterwards, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that powering back in the day. You know, that's just one of those things. You you, you need the electrolytes and the sodium uh, that come with sports drinks. Uh, a lot of people, you know, they'll forget to hydrate, but without hydration, uh, you can't effectively, you know, f- function as an athlete. And I know this now because I've run so many marathons. I've done eight marathons in, in three years. And part of my issue is that I don't hydrate enough. So by mile 16 or so, I start cramping. Uh, So it's absolutely imperative to stay hydrated.
1: Tiki, you're the all-time leading rusher in Giants history. New York is notorious for having fans that are very verbal.
2: Um, Best (laughs) insult you've ever heard? The best insult I ever heard? It was actually not in New York. It was down in Philadelphia. And I wasn't even playing anymore. I was, I was covering. Actually I wasn't even covering again. I think I was just watching the game, uh, in the, uh, the NFC Championship game with my, that my brother played in down there in the, in the last game of the vet. Uh, and a guy, he screamed at me. He's like, Teague, I hate you, but I respect you, uh, but, I, but I can't give you my kids because I think you'll drop <laughs> them. He's like, but I, but I, but I love your kids' book." I love your kids' books. And I'm like, this is the most conflicted <laughs> insult that I've ever seen in my life.
1: <laughs> He's not, you know, how to insult the right way. It was like exactly was wrapped that's, in an insult.
2: Uh, that's exactly right. Tiki. That's a relationship I have with Philadelphia fans. Love they, it. They, they respect me, but they hate me. But they uh, hate my brother more because he scored the last down in the vet in the NFC Championship game by picking off uh, Donovan McNabb. That's how I get away with
1: it. Paul, this is right up your alley, old-school NFL. Let's get real weird. Did you guys know that Veterans Stadium used to have a police station in the facility? Uh,
2: Yeah, I did. Uh, And I also know that there were rats in the the locker room. (laughs) That place was horrendous. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we hated that place, man. It was like holes in the wall. And there, I mean, it was concrete. It was like a bunker when you'd go in there and the field was, you know, you talk about bad or turf. That was badass turf down there. Uh, even worse, um, they put families, you know, some most place, places put the families like in the nosebleed sections. Uh, in Philly, at the vet, they put the families behind the bench. Right. So they couldn't even see the game. <laughs> so They were like in, in, in harm's way from the crazy crowd, uh, but also not able to see anything. What's so up? Uh, I was happy.
0: What? Hold on, Paul. Let me get one in, Paul. You're yeah. you're, you're you're hogging. Paul, uh, I'm sorry.
1: I'm excited. I know. I know.
0: I know. Tiki, uh, I always ask this to the athletes. Is there what what's the craziest kind of uh, memorabilia you, you've held on to over the years from uh, the playing days?
2: Oh, that's interesting. Um, all, you know, it, probably my ninth, eighth year, I started keeping all of my shoes. Um, and, and so I, after every game, I would sign them, I'd put my stats on them, at least the, the really good games, and, and I would keep them. Now, it, it is, here's a, there's a story behind this. I, used, I had a, a Mercedes when I lived in the city, and I parked a garage in my, in my building. And so I kept a bunch of the sh- probably like four or five pairs of shoes, um, some really good games that I had those last couple of years in the trunk of my car. So I drive home one night, um, I get up the next morning and my wife uh, has to use the car. She goes down and the car's not there. She's like, did, did, did you give, loan the car to somebody? And I'm like, no, I, I brought it back last night. It should be in the garage. Apparently someone walked in right after I dropped my car off. It's probably like 10 o'clock at night. Uh, requested a a, a um, uh, application for the garage, went back out, called the garage and said, "Hey, this is Tiki's cousin. He said I could use his car." Uh, another guy walks in. The guy gives him my keys and they stole my car. And so <laughs> I could care less about the car because whatever, it's insured. But I had like four four or five pairs of these shoes, which are memorabilia to me, in the back of my car.
0: So hold on. So did did the <laughs> shoes ever? Did they ever turn up?
2: Were they recovered? No, they were they were gone. And so I called my I called my buddies, uh, who was uh, on the police force at NYPD. And he says, Deke, you're never going to see that car again. You're never going to see the shoes. because It's likely in a in a container in the a, in a port of Newark by now. Um, and this was like an hour later. He's like, there's, there's a system. There's a system for stealing cars in New York City. And you just got stolen. So, and he said they probably had followed me for about, I don't know, a week and learned my routine. Um, and I went to my application the, uh, the and took my car. So those but shoes, I didn't care about the car. I cared about my shoes. Yeah. The,
0: so the shoes could be overseas right now. They could be being worn by some football player.
2: Yeah, maybe. You know, well, to, to, to that point... I, this story in Senegal for the Travel Channel, and we're we're getting on camels and we're riding these camels in the desert in Senegal, in Western Africa, and this kid, I kid you not, is on a Tiki Barber jersey, and so I walk up to him, and obviously he doesn't speak Swahili, he doesn't speak English, and I'm and I'm like pointing at the jersey, like you know that's me, right <laughs> that, that that number that jersey is me, and he's looking at me like you're crazy, and I have the picture somewhere, but it was <laughs> it's nuts how uh, you know sports it goes all around the world even if people are unaware what it actually is. go ahead paul tiki um
1: favorite interdivisional defensive rival did you love just giving the business to like a jeremiah maya trotter or some or a roy williams did you ever get
2: roy williams roy williams was a pain in my butt you know why because he would horse collar tackle me all the time. He, he's the reason they have the rule. Is because right. He would intentionally run past you, right? He, he'd slide past you and then grab you from behind um, your shoulder pads and pull you down. And he almost got me one time like he got uh, T.O. He's the reason T.O. broke his leg. Uh, he he horse-collared T.O. T.O. was strong enough to lift him up, up off the ground. And he came up off the ground and fell right to the back of T.O.'s leg and he broke it. Um, which is why I missed all that season, and ultimately came back when they went to the Super Bowl. Um, but Roy Williams was 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 vicious like that. But Trotter was my nemesis because uh, he knew he knew me so well. Right, he knew you know where we like to run, what gas we like to go into, and, and so he'd always meet me. And sometimes he would guess and he'd crush me. Other times he'd guess and he'd just miss. Um, but he was my my big nemesis. Really, all those Eagles guys because Brian Dawkins. Um, was a rival that he had to know where he was at all times. And, in fact, my last game uh, career was against the Eagles. And afterwards, you know, he pulled me aside and gave me a hug. And he was like, man, we're going to miss you. You're one of the Warriors. Um, it meant a lot to me, obviously, because he's a whole, a hell of a player himself. Uh, but for him to say that uh, after my last uh, regular season game, playoff game, really, uh, my career meant meant a ton.
0: Well, Paul, any last questions before we let Tiki go uh battle some other yeah. media
1: guys i've got i've got one more that i can think of so you're obviously probably one of the most famous twins on earth tiki um and yep. everybody just loves to talk about that what's the dumbest recurring twin question you hear
2: um i've heard it since before we were even known what's and it's it's an impossible question to answer because it's what is it They they ask us what is it like to be a twin <laughs> The problem is I can't. Have, I don't have a perspective on what it's like not to be a twin, so it's 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 an unanswerable question.
1: Was that was that an ESPN reporter that asked you that? <laughs>
2: no, it wasn't. It was probably a Roanoke
1: Times reporter. I love it. They're, uh, low, on, they're low on budget. They're low on budget, Tiki. <laughs> yeah, right. Everybody One more is. question. One more question. I, I I seriously listen to Tiki and Tierney every afternoon. Um, oh, and, and the lead it. of today's show. Can you give Paul in Omaha a shout out?
2: <laughs> Paul in Omaha. I will. That's me. I will absolutely. You can, do that.
1: you can refer to Omaha as Bromaha. The ladies love it.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll, I'll 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 work it in somehow. You'll see. I'm dead Paul serious. In I, Omaha. I have a
1: radio in my kitchen, Tiki. I'm 38, I, and it has a tape deck on it. <laughs> I'm going to take okay. a video of the intro of the show, and then I'm going
2: to tweet it at you. Nice. I love it. I love it. There All he right. goes.
0: There he goes. Tiki uh, Barber for uh, Powerade. Thank you, Tiki.
2: My pleasure,
1: guys. Be welcome. Thanks so right. much, man.
0: There he goes, Paul. Tiki, uh, you said you didn't want to talk current NFL, and it never went there. So Thank God. You uh, tried.
1: You tried to get it there with your Browns offensive line coach. No, 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 no. I
0: wanted I, – because he was talking about old NFL. I was like, these old, these old guys back in their day, they didn't think you needed stretching. Like Bob Wiley. Get out there! And I, felt run. Like
1: I, into, I felt like I was getting I felt like I was getting in a real good groove there with Tiki. I could have gone on for another ten to twelve minutes, no his, problem. His
0: phone didn't want to go on for ten to fifteen more minutes, uh, so <laughs> we. You know that is a problem in New York. It is if you're not on a landline, it's just a it's just a mess.
1: Uh, Joe, quick question, instant instant reaction. Um, what was your favorite part of that interview? Uh,
0: I like. I, I like the uh, putting the family behind the bench. I like the old f- Eagles because, the, you know, these guys didn't like going in there with all those maniacs. But I do like that the fan, he, he tried to jab Tiki. But they do better jabs when the guys are in costume, in uniform. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I love that part. Because they're not, they're not humans. Right. When they're in their jerseys and in their helmets, they're not human. When they're actually humans, then these people have, like, a conscience. Even in Philadelphia. Even in Philly, go ahead. What's your favorite?
1: Oh, I don't know. That's that's one I'm definitely going to listen to again and and take great pleasure in. Several several great quotes and stories from Tiki, and you you forget how productive he was over that three year stretch that I asked. Him.
0: How about how about the last? How about five years? He missed. I'll oh, uh, pull up. Let's pull see. up the stat. He missed three games in five years. From 2002 to 2006. He missed three
1: starts. Unbelievable shape at that point.
0: Played in all 16 games,
1: over 1,200 yards each season. Uh, I love the uh, I love the twin question. My what's the dumbest recurring twin question?
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> I'm good. so
1: not surprised that it was that dumb.
0: Who was the guy they brought in at goal line situations for him? Because Brandon
1: Jacobs. I, I was
0: about to say Brandon Jacobs because that that 2003 year he had two touchdowns rushing. And right, and so, everybody
1: thought he was done.
0: Right, so they bring it. Well, he had he had that big year in 2002 with 11 touchdowns. And then he comes but, back, and they start giving the ball off to Jacobs.
1: But from 2000 to 2003, so four years, he never had less than eight fumbles. In all three other years, he had nine fumbles. So people were really concerned. That was his mo. Right. Right. Like, yeah, he's going to produce, but he's also going to lay it on the ground, as they say.
0: Then those final three seasons.
1: Look at that: fifteen, eighteen on the ground, eighteen, sixty, sixteen, sixty-two unreal numbers. Yeah, those are huge
0: numbers to get over 10,000, almost right at 10,500 rushing yards. Uh y- You know what? Guys nowadays, they're going to put them in the Hall of Fame for those numbers. Why do you say that? Well, I mean, they're going to have
1: the running backs it's, you know, it's going to be passing. It's going to be You mean because of not only the passing but the running backs by committee? just the lack of touches yeah. kind of like the conversation of there'll never be a major league baseball pitcher that wins 300 games ever again.
0: I just heard that. I just heard that 200 is the new 300 and really, yeah. But I mean, you think about Tiki and uh, the yards, I mean for five years, guys, guys nowadays, they can't survive five years.
1: You know? What yeah. I mean? Interesting too. Uh, just to talk about him, his durability and versatility. Two of the last three years, he led the entire NFL in yards from scrimmage.
0: Yep. Let me look up Adrian Peterson uh, stats real quick. Because I mean, when it ended, it it just ends. You know what I mean? Like these guys hit. Yeah. That, they they hit thirty. They hit twenty nine, and it's like you better be ready for the end.
1: You know it's what I mean? It's just sudden. Like so- every single time, is it? It's really rare that there's a slow degradation.
0: So, uh, so you have you, you have Adrian Peterson. He hits twenty eight, and he has a huge season fourteen eighty five on the ground. And then after that, he's done. Oh, Just hold on! Done. No, hold on! He he had the he had it at thirty. He had the fourteen eighty five mm-hmm. on the ground at thirty, and it was over. Mm-hmm. He was done. Then he had the suspension, right? The suspension or came suspension in twenty fourteen. He had,
1: he played in one game. He was mm-hmm. twenty nine. <laughs> God, so, I remember because so he's coming off of his two thousand yard season, right? Right.
0: No, he is uh, no, hold on hold on. It was on.
1: a year off. It was a year off.
0: So in twenty thirteen he went for uh twelve sixty six and then he okay. comes back twenty nine years old. He would have uh you know, should have been a
1: huge year, and he's suspended. Do you think that upset a few fancy football players?
0: Uh, you think any drafts <laughs> got ruined over that? <laughs> but, yeah, you, you. all right, so you look at, you look at Adrian Peterson, 12,276, 12, Tiki at 10,449. I mean, you know, it's not one more season, and he's right there in that conversation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. Right. But leading did the lead. Did you like
1: uh, the, way, the way I started the call with a quip about fumbling? I did.
0: I didn't even plan that, Joe. You uh you let me uh I started off got I let it I led you right into it.
1: <laughs> you did. And I was there to capitalize. It was like a scoop and score. It was uh
0: so anyway, Tiki Barber Powerade. Let's see. Where is that? You can go to sorry.powerade.com sorry.powerade.com to send your cards. You're going to send one?
1: I'm going to send one to my ex-wife.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> I, that's a good idea. I
0: love it. I sorry love I, that.
1: Instead of sorry I broke your ankles, <laughs> it's sorry I broke your heart. Now grow up.
0: <laughs> I, love, I love the <laughs> now idea move of on. sending one to an uh, ex-wife.
1: A jilted ex-lover. Love Actually, that Actually, that might be something I spend the rest of the afternoon on. Just how many Jilted X lovers do I want to send a hurtful card to? Uh, have fun with I can that. Think five right now. Have fun the, with that. The real question is the real question is, does it show your return address? I on would it? I, I would uh, I don't need five Jilted X lovers beating down on twelfth street.
0: No, that would be bad if they all knew where it came from. But if you didn't know where it was coming from and you could kinda make it fun and leave a fake name. <laughs>
1: No, just for Hurt, not for fun. And the fake name would be Ben Dover. Ben,
0: ben Dover, okay. <laughs> uh, so anyway, the cards are going to be out at Dykeman Park. Uh, they're going to have some uh, –
1: I, I Wait, don't know it's what, spelled Dykeman. I
0: don't know what the high school championships are. I don't know what that is. They're going to be there at Dykeman Park uh, tomorrow and Monday. So I don't I don't just know. Just
1: general – general high school championship i
0: guess so i i would assume some basketball i would assume what some season soccer are we in? uh we're headed into so- football just started soccer football yeah yeah uh, not tomorrow night not- tomorrow night in ohio is uh first night
1: of high school football so it's here man the weather here is like perfect football weather 60 degrees today beautiful yeah, but it, it's supposed God. to get it's supposed Woody to get weather. hot again right i heard that i'm just gonna ignore that you you're gonna eat this up. Oh, I got all the windows open. I'm wearing a hoodie. It's great. Yeah, Life is good. Joking. You the know, transitioning what? I, into football season. I
0: shut my window because there was a dog barking, and I was afraid that was gonna interfere with the interview. Now I got I gotta open all the windows back up.
1: What kind of dog?
0: I don't know. Some friggin' mutt.
1: Some stupid mutt.
0: <laughs> some
1: Just throw a shoe at it, like in the old cartoons. Some dumb mutt. Barking. Now, just one straight boot.
0: Yeah. it's, all, it's just me and well, the dogs Joe, around spice. here. Just me and the dogs. All right, Paul. Uh, there we go. Tiki Barber stopping by. Maybe we'll do these every now and then. Now that football's back and we can actually talk about a- actual sports. So, you go with that.
1: Admit it. Admit it. You missed me and you just remembered how great it is. It
0: is great. All right. We'll see you next time. Milk the clock Later. podcast on Buster
2: coverage.